Hello, everyone, and welcome back to your favorite podcast. It's called Stop the Internet Podcast. I'm Kelly. I'm Rebecca. <laughs> we got the Zoomies. I'm wearing a Dua Lipa shirt. Dua Lipa with the baby. And I'm wearing a Kiss sweatshirt because I'm a hype beast. We switched clothes. We did. I am a big Dua Lipa fan, and when I saw this shirt in Rebecca's closet, I just had to have it for myself. Watch me dance. Dance the night away. Oh, can I do my Barbie recap? Did you see it? No. Oh, I'll, I'll wait. Okay. So we can do it together. <gasps> You're a good friend, But Ruth. all I'm going to say, Oppie greater than sign barbie wow <laughs> that's bold mm-hmm. okay okay mm-hmm. what can i, I say i'm quirky like that true you know how they say parts of songs will like tickle your brain yeah there's this one part of the dua lipa in the barbie movie song it's the first words of the second verse and i'm gonna absolutely butcher this but i just need all the listeners to know what i'm talking about so then when you go and listen to it and it sounds good you're gonna know what i mean it's the part where she goes lately i've been and her voice goes like up like that okay that was incredibly embarrassing and i don't need hate comments no that was good that was literally sounded like a mouse no it didn't it was good but please listen okay do you know what i'm talking about though no i don't recall that part in the song but it, it just like hits my brain and i just re-listen i'm like it, yeah yeah <laughs> sorry <laughs> it makes me think of that tiktok trend going on right now where it's that jingle where it's like i can sing oh yeah what is this if you know the words sing, sing along. along yeah sing sing along but i don't get why they do it every round i don't oh i i don't either i hate it like can you just sing the song and just right. skip the stupid jingle Maybe do the jingle one time, beginning of the video. Should and then we do, do like it? 10 songs. Yeah, let's. Okay, this will be our opener, and then Hold we'll on. get into it. Can I it. pull up my Spotify? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to do the same. I'm not good at this on the spot with like the songs. We talked about this before. The real yes, fans that's know. That's true. That's true. Salt. Eh. <laughs> that was too easy. I know. I. <laughs> Say it again. Maybe it's my pitch, you guys. I. <laughs> I. What? What is that? Give me another word. I feel, I feel like dancing. No, I know that's not right. I feel the, I feel the. What is that? What is that? Lavender haze. Is that the words? I feel the lavender haze creeping up. Is that how that goes? Oh my god, I'm a fake fan. I did not get that at all. This is hard to even think of a song, and I've seen TikToks where they're like one after the other just songs. Yeah. Oh. Hot and dangerous. If you're one of us, then roll with us, because we make the hipsters fall in love. Dang, that was good. Is that good? I think that was uninteresting for everyone. I'm starting off on a bad note, because I didn't get one single song. Give me literally the bars to like... Okay. Don't stop. No. Don't say yes. Don't say say yes. yes. Run away now. Okay, I feel better about myself. Yay. Good job. (laughs) Thanks. I'm so sorry if that was not fun. I know. And I'm sorry if I'm not a good singer. I'm not trying. No, nobody's a good singer here. Except you might in be. In the world. Because you were in choir. Okay, you guys. Today we're talking about wedding horror stories. Nothing can be scarier than hearing us sing just now. So these stories will probably not sound so bad. Yeah. But I feel like we should just jump right in. 
Me too. Wedding <laughs> horror <laughs> stories. All right, let's go. Okay, I'm starting off the stories with a personal story, and it's that (laughs) I've seen multiple people pass out during wedding ceremonies, Mm. which is not really a horror story. It's just, like, sad. Yeah. They'll be, like, in the middle of summer when it's, like, 95 degrees and the ceremony space is in the sun Mm. in, like, July. I've seen, like, an older woman, like, the grandma or whatever Mm. pass out. Thankfully, all these people are okay. They're just, like, dehydrated, and it doesn't even ruin the wedding. I've seen a groomsman pass out. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. and then what happened? Just people help them and they sit down in the shade and then they slowly sip water and then that's it. Nothing like actually crazy ever happens, but huh? or that I've seen. Interesting. I guess then it just becomes a little funny story down the line. Yeah, kind of. Eventually. <laughs> yeah, basically. But still, I don't want that to be me. Have you ever passed out? No, no, but I've come close, I think. Mm-hmm. I have this weird thing with my body where I feel like I can will it to not do things. Like I I've think never that makes sense. I think I've never, bla- I'm ne- not, not I think, I know I've never blacked out from alcohol and there's been times where I probably should have given how much I've had to drink. But like, like mm-hmm. there was one night when I first started drinking and I was studying abroad. I think I honestly had alcohol poisoning, but I remember everything from that night. What? Everything. And like nights since where I again have just had a lot to drink as you do when you party and you're like a club rat like me but (laughs) just just to make the point that I've never blacked out not one time that's insane and I just think I don't want to black out by the way I don't like condone that behavior however I just think there have been times in my past where I should have that's crazy and I remember everything I don't think I've had days where I've blacked out from like a certain point until the next morning, but there are lots of things that I don't remember. No, I definitely black. You know how they call it browned out mm-hmm. when you remember almost everything? Do you do, do you do yes, that? Yes, that happened to me New Year's Eve this year. Okay. Where there are parts I like don't remember, but as a whole, like I remember. New Year's Eve was so fun. It was so fun, but you guys that hangover. I was not even oh, hangover. Yeah. I was out the next day at the bar. Yeah, you were. <laughs> Aaron it was and I, so fun. At one point in the day, Aaron was like on the floor of my shower and I was in my bed like just dozing in and out of sleep. Like it was bad. It was bad. Yeah. And I was packing my bag to go meet someone and go out to the bar that day. Like Aaron didn't leave my house on New Year's Day until I think 730 or 8 p.m. Because yeah. we were in bed the whole day. <laughs> I know that was crazy. And I I think that might be my worst hangover, but that might have to do with age perhaps? Maybe. I've definitely had more to drink than that night, but that hangover, which is why I think I was drugged. <laughs> Kelly never believes me. <laughs> my favorite thing is when people say, "I think I was drugged." And it's like, "No, you had 18 vodka crayons and you didn't eat dinner." You were not drugged, and there's no shame in that. But we ate dinner. We did not eat dinner. We had pizza. Okay. We might have had, like, one or we two had... slices of pizza. And they were small. You're very right. Very small. And we had them very early on in the evening. And then there was an open bar from 8 p.m. to 2 a.m. But was I... Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It was a blast, though, and I'd do it all again. We should! I know. Okay. That was hesitant. No, we should. We'll talk. <laughs> that was scary. I want to do it again. I'm sorry. 
sorry. I take it back. It's okay. I had a picnic by myself that day. I went to Wawa. Oh, yeah, you did. I ate it on You graciously brought me a bagel. Oh, yes. Yes. It was great. It revived me enough to take a shower. Oh, good. That was our recap. Yeah. Okay. In today's episode, we're going to be going back and forth, kind of just like rapid firing stories. So do you want to read the first one? Oh, my mother said she'd handle the cake for my wedding and then bought a cake I was allergic to because I shouldn't be eating cake anyway. Oh, that makes me real sad. That's bad. Mothers will do anything. I feel like there's just such a wide range of mothers. Yeah, that's so true. A wide range of brand of mothers. Yeah. That's probably not a good one. No, I agreed. Went to a wedding today and was chatting to this guy. He was chirpy and chatty all day, and I got him on Instagram. This was his story. (laughs) It's a selfie. It's a mirror selfie of a guy with, like, his head down, and the caption is struggling today being single at this wedding. Who posts that on their not-close friend story? (laughs) He probably didn't know she was going to see it. I don't know. That's bold. (laughs) That's really funny. I'd be like, awesome. <laughs> like, is this after we met or before? <laughs> I think it was after. It's so funny. Oh, that's a shot to the ego. Yeah. Maid of Honor speech gave me physical cringe. I recently attended a wedding with my boyfriend. It was his male cousin getting married. The wedding itself started off fine. I'm sorry. Why? <laughs> I'm in a giggly mood. Uh-oh. We had heard rumors that there was some drama among the bride's party, particularly with the maid of honor which was the bride's older sister anyway they have a nice ceremony nice cocktail hour and we all sit down to eat here's where it gets good the first two speeches from the best man and the bride's father are fine nothing crazy just your standard speech at a wedding then comes the maid of honor she walks up to the front and grabs the mic first thing she says is i didn't write anything down i figured i'd wing it which at first i thought okay whatever works for you but my boyfriend felt it showed that she didn't care enough to put the effort in. Anyway, she then says, honestly, we've heard enough about my sister for one day. I'm a little sick of it. Then proceeds to go off thanking both parties and a few others. Doesn't say a word about her sister, the bride, or the groom. She then ends the speech by saying, can't wait to meet the little one. The whole room went silent. Apparently, the bride was six weeks along and only her sister knew. Not even her parents! The bride looked mortified. The rumors we heard after were that the maid of honor couldn't stand to not be the center of attention during events, so she just had to be the one to tell everyone that her sister was pregnant. It was such an awkward after party. That is... I I was going to say friendship ending, but you're not friends. You're sisters. Yeah. Sister ending. That's bad. I feel like people are so, like, scared to give someone else one day. Yeah. Like, oh, we've heard enough about the sister. You could have given her a normal speech. Yeah. And it still would have been over at the same time. Like at 11 p.m. when the reception wraps up, it's over. It's like, why did you have to do that during the speech? Oh, my gosh. I can't. And then she said Uh, the little one thing. And six weeks is so early. Wait. Yeah. It's dangerously early. Like you just don't tell people that early. Ugh, what a horrible person. The groom had a best woman and she confessed her love to him in her speech. The bride was not happy. Why are people doing this in speeches? Like, if you have to make some sort of proclamation, 
can you at least wait until it's like I would say after party I would say do it long before like if you're genuinely in love with your guy friend and he starts dating a girl and then they get engaged and you're genuinely in love with him and you're like oh my god like I want to be with this guy I feel that we're soulmates do not do not wait until you're his best woman and you're giving the speech at his wedding well yeah but I mean if you have to do it at the wedding why would you have to do it at the wedding? No, I'm just saying in this circumstance, like, why did she wait to the speech? Because she's selfish. Like, pull him aside in, in no. the getting ready process. If no. you're already at that day. Okay, yeah. Just for argument's sake. If you're already at the day okay. and you're like, I just can't. Like, okay, tell him before the nuptials. Yeah. If you have to absolutely do it. Yeah. What do you think it's going to do in the speech? They're going to yeah. be like, oh, you know what? Yeah, I'm in love with you I'm going to go rip up my wedding certificate now. Thank you so much. That's so freaking awkward. And you just ruined your relationship with him. Yeah. I think <clears throat> if anything, if anything, if you were in love with your best friend, if you presented this information to them well before the wedding maybe when they got engaged you're like oh my god I have to get something off my chest and tell me if you feel otherwise and I'll let it go I've always had secret feelings for you this is the one time I'm gonna shoot my shot and then if you say no I'm gonna respect your relationship forever I get that people are desperate okay Mm. I don't like it and I would never do it well I can't say I would never do it who knows I've never been in love with a friend but whatever I get that people do crazy shit okay do not We're not crazy. Ever! <laughs> Professor Love at a wedding. Unless it's your own. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Look at the monitor. What I is d- wrong with people? <laughs> the audio monitor. Good. The monitor should be off the charts. People need to know these things. Because apparently you don't. No, seriously. Who, I was going to say in their right mind, but they don't have a right mind to be professing their love during the speeches. Or at all. <laughs> okay. Also, I this is a side note. No, yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree with at all. If your best friend, if you're in love with them and they're in a loving, happy relationship and they are your literal best friend to the point where you are their best man or their best woman and you're secretly in love with them, but they are so happy and the person they're marrying is great and they're madly in love. Shut your fucking mouth. (laughs) Shut your fucking mouth and move on. Okay, they're not for you. Didn't we have this conversation like one of our first episodes where like if you're in love with your friend they're not your friend i feel that way yeah i genuinely feel that way and i feel like obviously people it's never happened this has actually never happened to me and mm-hmm. i don't expect it to happen to me but i have never had a friend who i'm just genuinely friends with and then that has changed into romantic interest. Mm-hmm. And I'm really trying to be open-minded here and be like, any of the guys I've ever liked, like, have I ever been friends with them? And I I really think the answer is no. Yeah. It would be so difficult for me to go from, like, actual genuine friendship and then randomly one day that just switches. I know it happens for people, though. But I agree. I really feel like when there is romantic interest, especially if it starts with a romantic interest, like, if you are interested in someone romantic when you first meet them and then they're not interested in you or maybe they're in a relationship or something happens where you guys are not going to be in a romantic relationship with each other if your feelings never go away and you're like oh they're my best friend are they your best friend are they actually your best friend because when you start dating someone and then if you had to tell your new partner everything about your relationship with this so-called best friend of yours would you be nervous to tell them yeah would you be nervous to tell your new partner 
oh yeah that's my best friend but for the first few years of our relationship I really secretly wanted to date him the entire time and then he wasn't interested in me or he was in a relationship with somebody else so we ended up not dating but yeah we're best friends and now I'm dating you anyone in their right mind would be like that's not your friend that was you having a friendly acquaintance Mm -hmm. and you're tricking yourself into thinking that they're your friend because you secretly hope that their feelings are going to change and you're going to start dating i think the problem is this doesn't happen in real life but it happens all the time in books and movies and people our age like grew up with that stuff and think that it's like what happens and it doesn't happen I also want to say that like I feel bad just saying like what I just said of course there are situations where maybe that's not the case like maybe somebody is a genuinely good friend to you and they do all the things that a good friend does to you but I just think if you have romantic feelings from the start Mm -hmm. there is just like something else going on there like I just think that if you if you have a friend that at any given moment if they asked you out I'm like is that your friend maybe I'm wrong maybe someone can prove me wrong yeah but I just think like knowing my guy friends and the relationship I have with them if any of them and this would literally never happen but if any of them were like do you want to date I would literally like laugh in their face and be like are you okay like what do you what yeah and if I asked them if I approached one of my guy friends and I was like hey like I have feelings for you they would be like I don't have any feeling for you at all but I love you and you're my friend but like absolutely not right that's anyone that I consider a genuine friend yeah yeah (laughs) and just I don't know I'm speaking from my own experience so you know what I shouldn't project onto every other human on earth because I know relationships are nuanced and intricate and complicated (laughs) we've been saying nuanced so much recently but I just I just honestly think that people use friendship to cover like secret romantic hope i agree should we keep going (laughs) should we keep going (laughs) i recently went to a wedding where the bride had four methods at prominent areas to request money for the honeymoon a card box at the entrance a qr code that's fun at the reception tour a venmo tag posted on the sweetheart table a cash jar on the food dessert table like cash jar Not the Ma'am. tip jar. Not the tip jar at her own wedding. Okay, you lost me. I was kind of here for the QR code, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> that's a little... That's different. <laughs> Haven't seen that on Pinterest. <laughs> yeah. I think sometimes people get married and other times people have weddings for... Money. Money. Yeah. Like, totally I do think agree. a lot of people would just be in, like, a loving, happy marriage, but I think money and, like, the gifts are a driving factor in a lot of weddings. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I was a bit business person my entire life and when I was little I would ask my parents to have a birthday party for me just so I could get money and I'm like if I invite x amount of people and they all give me 10 to 15 dollars in a card I will make this much money off the party and my mom would be like business this is not the reason I have a birthday party and I'd be like or is it yeah or is it (laughs) (laughs) I've moved on past that by the way Oh, <laughs> past the yeah. using my birthday parties for money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when the groom pretended his hand was soaking wet after removing the bride's garter, her family was right there as he pretended to shake water off of it. Guys, no, please, please, no, I can't. This is that also like we should just retire that tradition altogether but that's especially i think it is for the most part retired yeah 
but you would know more than me. As a wedding photographer, I've only seen it a handful of times per like hundreds of weddings. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's a little, even the toss. Yeah, the bouquet toss, I think a lot of people still do it. It's still very uncommon, but I think a lot of people just do it as like a fun little girly thing. Like it doesn't Mm -hmm. really mean anything. They're more Mm -hmm. just like, I caught the bouquet. Yay. Like, let's give each other a hug and then like keep dancing. Yeah. It's really just like about friends and girly like sisterhood. Yeah. Like it doesn't mean anything. The garter thing. I just will. I would never do it for myself. It's bizarre. (laughs) Even the wearing of a garter is Mm -hmm. interesting to me at this point. What does it do? I I think it represents like virginity. Oh, doesn't it? I thought it was meant to hold up um, stockings. No. Okay, I'm looking it up. Or, no, that's a girdle. <laughs> a girdle? Isn't a girdle just a corset? Wait, guys. I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't know terms. I'm going to tell everyone. I don't know anything. Yeah. Ew. In the Dark Ages, the garter was seen as proof of consummation of the marriage and the groom presenting the garter to family and friends following the couple's first night together as man and wife. Mm. And then all through the ages. Yeah, so basically it's like her virginity. And then they do that at weddings in front of people's family. It's just so bizarre to me. It's so outdated. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to hate on people that want to do it because sometimes people just like doing all the like traditional elements, but like that's definitely not for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wedding non-invite from someone I haven't seen in a decade i got a message from someone i went to school with it was a wedding announcement they were getting married but they can't invite me because of their venue couldn't accommodate me but that i was welcome to help us celebrate this occasion of love by donating to our honeymoon fund recommended donation is 250 pounds but larger donations will be welcomed So that's like $330 or so, I think. I haven't seen or spoken to this person for at least a decade, and I think that was only some random Facebook message. Even in school, we were at best friendly, not friends. I've responded now congratulating them and saying I donated to charity on their behalf. Excellent. Slay. Excellent idea. Could you imagine recommended out, literally sending out recommendations for gifts for me when you're not invited? Ugh. That is just like Get out tasteless. of my face. It's tasteless. Get out of my face. That's insane. Lowbrow. I went to a family wedding recently where all of their decor was it was always you themed. When the bride and groom met, she was one of several women he was seeing, none of whom knew about each other. For whatever reason, they never managed to officially date, but spent eight years cheating on all of their partners with each other. The groom ran into some health problems eventually, and I assume that pushed him to finally make things official. This was a pretty big surprise to the guy the bride was dating at the time. Apparently, he had to return an engagement ring he had recently bought. I guess all that cheating was okay because it was always you. I was more involved in the wedding planning process than I liked, and during that time, I learned a lot about the couple. The groom is a first responder, so the bride took advantage of a program that gave free wedding dresses to first responders and their partners. She decided it was ugly during the appointment, but took it just in case, and then immediately went out and bought something she actually liked. We suggested re-donating the free dress, but she wanted to keep it for one of those trash the dress photo shoots. She also had three separate showers and was put out when the family suggested that her planned fourth shower of the week of the wedding was perhaps a bit much. Wow. Four showers? Four. What do you do for even two? 
I don't know. I guess you just get more gifts. Oh. During pre-wedding events, the bride told me she was glad she was sticking it to her exes by finally marrying the groom and that she wished she could have seen the look on their faces when they realized she lied about being over the groom. The groom told me he would have eventually pursued the bride even if she had married someone else and he's confident they would have ended up together. Why they were thinking this right before their wedding and why they shared this with me is anyone's (laughs) guess. People are weird. Wait, that's not even the end of it. Oh. But like, what? Pro tip, don't marry someone just to get back at someone else. Yeah. (laughs) Date them? Sure. Go on a date with them, hook up with them, (laughs) marrying them. Okay. Okay. The wedding itself wasn't anything crazy apart from the decor. They spent about 50K in decor, but it didn't go far because the groom insisted on inviting 300 people just on his side. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I don't even know 300 people. No. They only invited about half of the guest list to the ceremony, which was good because even then there weren't enough seats for everyone and most people couldn't see because of how the space was configured. A few months after their wedding, she is selling gifts she wasn't into so that she can buy the $900 set of Lake Cruset pants (laughs) that they registered for but didn't get. She also bought herself a new ring because he bought the style he liked and not what she liked. Okay. That's kind of queen. Yeah. They had been doing long distance before they got married, and she left a niche job to move to him after they got married. She's already posted multiple throwback photos about when she was happy at X place, and I miss X jobs so much. (laughs) And the groom seems to be taking every opportunity he can get for overtime, so I wonder how long this will last. Oh my gosh. Talk about don't get married 101. That's bad. Why do people take it this far? Like... The bit is up. It's been up. Yeah. I feel like sometimes people get married because they think they have to. Yeah. But you don't have to. (laughs) You don't have to. I don't know who needs to hear this. You don't have to get married. Yeah. Me, 23 female... And my now husband, Josh, 26 male, had our wedding last week. At first, everything was beautiful. I got married to my high school sweetheart and was so happy. It felt like a fairy tale come true. I felt like a princess. While I'm taking photos with my bridesmaids, I see Josh's cousin, Nicole, with a girl, I'll call her Sarah, I'm unfamiliar with. She seems non-talkative, but is friendly to me at first. We finish our photos and go inside to relax and chat before I walk down the aisle. A long while later, after the vows were exchanged, I bump into Sarah while on the way to the food table. She's clearly intoxicated, but through her slurred speaking, I could hear her ranting about how crowded the venue was, but then it escalates. I was getting food for my mom when she said to me that she's surprised Josh married someone like me because Josh could do better than me. I tried to laugh it off and I told her I was very lucky to have him. The interaction left me feeling upset. (laughs) Sorry. What? Our toes touched. (laughs) I wouldn't have even realized that if you didn't start laughing. Our toes just touched. (laughs) Ew. (laughs) Get away from me. That was weird. (laughs) Ew, I can still feel it on my one toe. Do you have a toe phobia? I hope I feel it forever. (laughs) Sorry. What did Nicole do next? I hope I feel it forever. Wait, what was the last thing that happened? Sarah told her that she's surprised Josh is marrying someone like her. Okay. 
She laughed it off as her being drunk. Time goes past and I'm feeling good. Me and my husband, along with all of the guests, were dancing. Suddenly, I hear a crashing sound near the food table and all of us rush over to see what was happening. I see Sarah on the ground. Wait, I thought her name was Nicole. Nicole is the... Nicole's the cousin. Josh's cousin, Nicole, talking with a girl, Sarah, who the bride is unfamiliar with. Okay, got it, got it. I see Sarah on the ground sobbing hysterically and Nicole was trying to calm her down. She had completely smashed my wedding cake and ripped the decorations. My heart was broken to see my wedding cake completely destroyed, but I tried to ask what was wrong and Sarah started screaming and cursing me. I was confused and drunk, so I started shouting back and ordered my husband to kick her out. He didn't want to and told me she should be allowed to stay since she was a friend. I argued with him and told him that she's ruined my wedding. It eventually took my husband and Nicole to get her under control and convince her to go home. Nicole left with Sarah and when my husband came back, he looked angry with me. He completely blew me off for the rest of the night and I could tell the atmosphere was now awkward for all of my guests. The next day, my husband lectured me about how I hurt Sarah's feelings and demanded I apologize to her. We argued and he slept on the couch. What? What? Things eventually cooled down, so I tried to talk to him about it the following days, but he shut me down and just told me I was being overdramatic about the situation. I've never even seen Sarah until my wedding. I have no clue why she would just lash out like that. I'm hurt that my husband doesn't see my perspective. Even though she was drunk, she ruined my special day, and now I can't think of the happy memories. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, why can't... I, I still want to know who Sarah is to these people. She's like Nicole's date or something, or just a friend? She just said that she saw Nicole talking to Sarah and didn't know who she was. So she was probably like a plus one or I guess maybe the husband invited her as a friend. I was going to say like a friend of the husband that had feelings for him mm-hmm. is what it's sounding like. And that's why he's defense. But then why would he defend her? Why would he defend Sarah? Yeah. Hmm. Why would he? Seems like the feeling is mutual. He married the wrong girl. No, she married the wrong guy because she don't deserve that. I can't believe he's sleeping on the couch the night after they get married. Yeah. Can I just say like something about rom-coms that I heard on another podcast actually, but the overarching idea in a lot of rom-coms is like two people are getting married and then the guy goes and cheats on the fiance or the girlfriend whatever with the main character of the story Mm -hmm. and because the main character is the protagonist the viewer or the reader is like learning to love them Mm -hmm. so then you're rooting for the main character and this married man or engaged man and then throughout the whole movie the guy's like partner fiance girl friend wife whatever is painted to be like this brooding evil person who's like holding him back from his potential and blah blah blah. it's like god forbid a woman be mad that her spouse is emotionally cheating on her with a 15 year old (laughs) juno oh yeah but like every movie yeah that one just came to mind but it's like why is every movie painting just a girl a woman in a stable relationship but then her husband or fiance is leaving her for like the wedding planner or like the college best friend or the best friend's wife's best friend and then we are supposed to just support that and just think that his partner is crazy for being upset that actually happens in the wedding planner i love that movie i was listening to a podcast 
and they were talking about that movie. And I was like, oh my God, this is so true. But I think in that movie in particular, it's just, it's not like, it's not bad by my, I mean, I love that movie, but like, if you were to look at it on paper, they didn't do a good enough job of painting Fran in the movie as a villain. Who's Fran? The, the blonde. Wife. Like, I feel like I've never the... seen it. Oh, you've never seen Oh, you have to, we have to watch it. We have to watch it. Tonight? Well, maybe okay. not. It's already, it's late. In that movie, I could see that point a lot, actually, because she's not bad at all. Like, she doesn't do anything wrong, and you're just meant. You're talking about the wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're just supposed to love Jennifer Lopez's character and her with Matthew McConaughey. And they do a good job at making you think that. But I agree with what this podcast and what you're saying is like, that's actually so messed up. Like, there, yeah. he's cheating on his wife. Who, with a wedding vendor. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That would be and, like if, a, if somebody made a movie about me trying to break up my clients mm-hmm. and run away with the groom excuse me i would be in jail and there's nothing wrong not that this makes it right at all cheating is wrong but like i don't know they don't do a good enough job i guess of like making you think that fran is like a bad match for matthew mcconaughey right but that was also 2003 i think well no that's the thing like so many movies were like that and it's like it's not that they didn't do a good job painting her as bad it's just that she wasn't bad yeah like there wasn't like if you're gonna write (laughs) to the story if you're gonna write a movie about a guy leaving his wife and falling for someone he's working with like make a reason for it like not him leaving like a perfect stable relationship with a wonderful girl for another wonderful girl like there has to be a reason like it's one thing if she was cheating on him and like he gave her 15 chances i guess the whole reason was in the beginning they have a really cute meet cute happen I don't think so. People meet cute all the time. Doesn't mean they but should be But that's together. what I mean. Like, there was just not enough nuance to the story. Right. Because the, you don't leave your wife because you had a cute meet cute. <laughs> right. Exactly. Period. Period. But I love the movie, you guys, so much. Okay, I'm going to watch it. <laughs> okay. I don't even know why I clicked on this podcast. Ooh. But it was good. Nice. Nice. Polish up real. Nice. The DJ was a family friend playing YouTube videos, ads and all. Ads and all. You gotta get that free trial premium, baby. Come on. Yeah, at least for the wedding, do the free trial. That's pretty bad. You don't even have Spotify? Right. What are you doing? Yeah, it costs $10 if you sign up for a month. (laughs) That's kind of bad. That's actually kind of lit, though, to, like, DJ. You just know all the songs that are coming. Oh, my God. I would love to be a DJ. That would be so fun. I think my fear is to, like, book a bad DJ. Oh, yeah. A DJ and a band make or break the party. Make or break. Yeah. Oh, I've seen some bad ones. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. And then some are so good that I'm yeah. like, holy moly. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I have the zoomies. Yeah. Went to a wedding, and while it wasn't a complete horror show, it was painfully unorganized. The real kicker of the night that should be shamed, though, was the garter toss. In my over 30 years on this earth, I have actually never seen a garter toss. Oh. I thought we as a society have decided that that they are cringy AF and just need to die. Well, this couple apparently didn't get the memo. When the time came, Pony by, oh, (gasps) that song, starts up, and there's a call for single men to come up. Thing is... (laughs) I love the way this person writes. Out of the guest list of 75 to 100 people, there are no single men. We're talking Southern US, get married and have babies by 25 people. The closest 
thing to a single man there is my poor fiance who is cousin of the bride he got up pressured and begged for the bride's sisters to go up there alone and be the one person trying to get the garter because this whole thing had already started and everyone was feeling uncomfortable there were many other awkward and just bad parts of the wedding but that garter situation was one of the most uncomfortable and saddest things i've seen okay interesting that's so awkward dude (laughs) one time i was at a wedding and the person who caught the garter was like a 10 year old boy like a 10 year old child and he like if you didn't know what that tradition was you'd be like oh it's a game Mm -hmm. and then we all get to play the game and then it's over like you wouldn't really know anything you wouldn't think anything weird so this like 10 year old little boy like gets the garter and he's like and then his mom like ripped it out of his hand it was like no and like threw it to the other guys and i was like see this is why we we just shouldn't it just is weird let's retire especially if you have kids at your wedding yeah ew just weird i don't like that i don't either so bizarre all of this happened at the same wedding father of the groom begins his speech with i've never seen love between them before i saw it tonight they were together for eight years (laughs) and have a child together the groom's speech he accidentally misremembered the color of the dress the bride wore on their first date this led to her screaming at him that he was thinking about another woman on their wedding day and storming off in tears After the above, the bridesmaids attempted to console the bride by screaming at her that she's a fucking idiot and he just misspoke. You're acting like an effing C-word and ruining your wedding. Every single guest heard this. Oh my gosh. Initial photos. The groom tried to do the dip due to how drunk they were. He almost dropped her on her head and him on top of her. Luckily, he stumbled to the point of catching. A bridesmaid who couldn't walk or remember got so heavily intoxicated, she had to not only be carried out of the room, but she pissed the bed. Oh my gosh. A bridesmaid cried at an old friend because she felt guilty about not visiting her for about an hour. Morning after, all the bridal party, including the bride and groom, were just in recovery and couldn't attend the breakfast they planned, nor the yacht tour. Safe to say, being the sober attendee makes for great stories, but what an absolute horrible experience. The only part I enjoyed was staying on the island of the week prior and spending time by myself on vacation. The benefits of a destination wedding. That's a lot in one night. Yeah. A lot of things. Should I mention my class rank in my wedding vows? I was planning my wedding with my fiance when we started discussing wedding vows. He really doesn't want me to mention it, but I graduated from a T1 a T14? I think that's a lawyer thing or a oh. law school thing. Edit number one. I'm a little concerned at the amount of people that think this is a joke or a shit post. I was thinking of mentioning it in a casual manner, something along the lines of, baby, without you, I wouldn't have been able to graduate XYZ from law school. Something humble that makes him seem like the good guy. What's wrong with that? Edit number two. I think this reached an audience outside of the legal community. Edit number three. To whomever reported me. Acting concerned about my mental health, all because I want to be the center of attention on my wedding day. You can go to hell. (laughs) Outside of the legal community. She's like, babe, I couldn't have graduated magnum cum laude from Harvard if it wasn't for you. And as she says it, she like turns towards the audience and she's like, babe, I couldn't have graduated magnum cum laude, Harvard University, let's go, without you. Humble flex. Yeah. I don't know what to say. 
why don't you just leave that kind of thing for the graduation party, sir? Yes, exactly. Today, I effed up by accidentally proposing to my girlfriend at her friend's wedding. My girlfriend and I were attending. First of all, how does this happen? (laughs) How do you F up and do that? I accidentally pulled the ring out of my pocket and said, will you marry me? (laughs) Oh, I messed up. My girlfriend and I were attending her close friend's wedding this weekend. It was a beautiful outdoor wedding at a vineyard and emotions were running high. During the reception, the DJ invited all of the couples onto the dance floor for a special dance. My girlfriend loves romantic gestures like this, so she eagerly pulled me onto the dance floor with the other couples. We were swaying back and forth to Ed Sheeran's thinking out loud when I caught a glimpse of the beautiful sunset over the hills and felt a surge of love for my girlfriend. Caught up in the moment, I reached into my pocket and pulled out the diamond ring I had bought to propose to her, dot dot dot, in a few months from now. Before I realized what I was doing, I had gotten down on one knee in front of her and about 50 of our close family and friends. Her hands flew up to her face and tears started rolling down her cheeks. Trying to save the situation, I held up the ring and loudly proclaimed, I didn't mean to do this now, but I can't wait. Will you marry me? There were audible gasps from the crowd. My girlfriend started nodding vigorously and crying even harder. I slid the ring onto her finger. The crowd erupted in applause and we sealed the proposal with a kiss. All this happened by accident. Yeah, right. (laughs) After the shock had worn off, we both started started laughing at how I had turned a quiet sunset proposal in a few months into an impromptu public proposal at her friend's wedding. We spent the rest of the night celebrating our engagement with our loved ones. I definitely messed up the proposal I had planned, but we now have an amazing and unforgettable story to share for years to come. What? You are proud of yourself when you should be embarrassed. Also, like, how do you accidentally have the ring that you're going to use to propose yeah. in your pocket when you- it's not for five more months, allegedly? And you just carry around a valuable piece of jewelry that's probably expensive and also sentimental value in your back pocket without a case or if there was a jewelry box in your back pocket which I suspect there was because you had time to stash the gun didn't you Chutney <laughs> after you shut your father I didn't oh, you walking through the door But seriously, like, you fricked up and you're proud of yourself for it. This is bizarre. During Thinking Out Loud by Ed Sheeran. Please, that song's so annoying anyway. Kill me now. Sorry, had to say it. (laughs) I thought it was you walking through the door. She's my age. How would you feel if your father married someone your age? That's excellent. (laughs) Cinema. (laughs) When I was in my early 20s, a former close friend got married. I was living far away at the time, so I wasn't in the bridal party. This was the first wedding I attended without my family, so I didn't even think about (laughs) What What are you laughing at? Are you laughing because you have the zoomies? (laughs) Or at this story? Okay. So sorry. (laughs) Okay. Do you want me to read it? Yeah. When I was in my early 20s, a former close friend got married. I was living pretty far away at the time, so I wasn't in the bridal party. Don't do this to me. This was the first wedding I attended without my family, so I didn't even think about bringing a gift or a card. I was in college and only making a few hundred dollars a month, so I probably couldn't afford much anyway, and this was not an expensive wedding. I remember a few weeks after the wedding, she said something about how people can still give a gift after the wedding. (laughs) I didn't even process that she was passive-aggressively asking me to give her something. I look back at that now and cringe a little, especially when I got married and a few people didn't give gifts, although I understand they're optional, of course. That's Ooh. that's kind of embarrassing that the person was like, you know, you can still give a gift. And she was like, yeah, oh, can you? All of the gift prompts are like, it makes me concerned for our society. Yeah, I agree. Like, what are we doing? What I are agree. you doing? Because I'm not doing this. 
Although I might do the QR code. <laughs> that one's kind of genius. Rebecca is having a laughing attack. <laughs> she has the zoomies. She has the sleepy ha-has. I will be reading the remainder of the stories. <laughs> Who calls it that? The sleepy ha-has. Yes. This girl I went to college with called it that. And I was like, that is kind of exactly what it is. Oh my gosh. Isn't that what it is though? And it sounds like a band. I don't know. That's really funny. <laughs> I think I can do it. Okay. Why, why is this happening to me? Take a few deep breaths and go upside down for a minute. <laughs> Hang upside down from the ceiling. <laughs> so this took place in the 90s. I was five years old. My dad had off from work and the weather was nice, so he decided to take my siblings and me to the park. Now, across the street from the park was a church. If there was ever a bunch of cars surrounding it, it was either a holiday or a funeral. Today, there are a bunch of cars, but judging by the decor, it seems like it was actually a wedding going on. We go to play in the playground. Dad sits at a bench, keeping an eye on us and enjoying nature. He hears organ music playing from the church. Then he hears something else, a car's engine roaring. Then tires screeching as this Audi swerves into the parking lot and parks sloppily. Then this guy quickly gets out and starts hastily decorating the car with ribbons and flowers and tying empty cans on strings to the bumper. Then he puts a banner on the trunk that reads, just stole the bride, suckers. The guy then tidies himself up and marches into the church like he dramatically pushed the doors open and everything. Dad is just watching in silence the whole time. We're still off playing completely oblivious like dad seriously can't believe what he just saw was this really happening dad was just at the edge of his seat waiting to see what happens next after 40 minutes of nothing the doors creak open and out trudges the guy his head hanging down his shoulders slumped he gets into the car and sits there for a minute before breaking down crying and he just stayed there crying Mm -hmm. away a bit later the doors fly open and out comes the newlyweds and their guests throwing confetti as they get into their car and drive away don't know if anyone noticed him still parked there because dad doesn't remember anyone acknowledging him never found out the context of exactly what happened since we had no idea who any of these people were nor had any desire to go snooping but the fact that this guy had a banner bragging about stealing the bride was enough for my dad to assume he wasn't the hero of the story to this day it makes my dad's list of things he wishes he could have seen firsthand yeah that's bad i wonder what that was about like was he a criminal or a lost lover i feel like lost lover who was just very full of himself and thought he could steal the bride and then he well, probably ruined this wedding and they were like no leave like most <laughs> normal people would do yeah. unlike rom-coms yeah in the rom-com he probably would have gotten the girl yeah or it would have been like a big to do yeah bride was a former co-worker wasn't super close but i went because many of my friends from that job that i hadn't seen in a while since i moved out of state were going and it was a huge albit tacky wedding the couple was very ott what does that mean i don't know over the top oh and clearly spent loads of money i'm talking ice sculptures fog machines and a trumpeter to play an entrance song every time they made an entrance <laughs> oh my god that's kind of funny wait why do i want that <laughs> that is kind of funny <laughs> it's very british given that the introductions of the wedding party b and g and family at the reception was a huge theatrical production everyone got their own song and the parents as well as the grandparents were announced i will never know why but when the time came for grandpa to make his grand entrance alone the song that was played was it wasn't me by shaggy to make it even more awkward he walked slowly and had to use a cane so it took a good chunk of the song to get across the enormous dance floor was it a secret play of revenge against something he did to grandma we'll never know (laughs) 
Um, I feel like they were just trying to be funny. I feel like that too, but that yeah. is a funny song to announce your grandpa to. And yeah. then he's walking slow, so it takes literally a minute and a half of the oh. song. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting That's to cute. do grand entrances for like everyone. Yeah. Like that. Because that takes so long. It takes so long. A lot of people just do the grandparents sitting at their seats. And they'll be like, everyone look over to this table and like wave to the grandma. And that's so cute. Yeah. Huh. So my uncle got married, which was a shit show in itself. But that's a story for another day. Regardless, he got married and the couple took their gifts home for the day to our ranch. The next day, around 30 family and friends gathered and watched the bride open her gifts. She opens and starts by saying the name on the bag, then opening to reveal a plastic tea set. Cute. Suddenly, the guest whose name was on the bag stands up and says, that's not my gift. We were all shocked. She then says, I got you an Oster blender. Where is that blender? Who took it? Hmm. Of course, nobody says a word, and I'm 10 years old, so I don't even know what an Oster is. She sits down angrily, and we awkwardly continue. Five gifts later, a name is called, and an Oster blender is revealed. (laughs) Horrified looks from everyone in the room. Wait, am I missing something? What do you mean? Who took it? Like, the guest went and swapped the tags on a bigger, better gift. Oh, that's what I got from it. Oh. The person, like a guest, was like, oh, well, I only spent $20, so I'm going to go put my tag on this Oster blender, and I'll put this other guest tag on my, like, shittier $20 gift. But then wouldn't that person come forth and be like, wait, that's not my gift? Maybe they didn't know she was going to open them in front of everyone. Oh. Like, maybe they thought she was just gonna take everything home and open it in the privacy of her own home and no one would ever know that's shocking and very bold oh i see yeah interesting i think that's crazy I think that's very bold. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We have one more story. It's lighthearted. I was a plus one at my partner's childhood friend's wedding. Everything was extremely tasteful, elegant with a touch of wit. That's an interesting way to describe it. (laughs) Great vibes all around until it was time for speeches. Despite not knowing anyone, the sentimentality and emotions flying around had me tearing up. Then the groom's grandmother grabbed the mic out of someone's hands. It went like, They told me I couldn't make a speech, but I can't help myself. A while ago, bride, helped me make a Facebook page. I didn't want a Facebook at first, but it is so much fun. I love Facebook, and I wish I was home on it right now. Thank you for helping me make a Facebook, bride. You guys are a great couple. (laughs) Aw, grandma. I thought it was cute cute little granny like imagine your grandma just like standing up at your wedding and she's so cute and dainty and she's just like thanks for helping me make a facebook page rebecca i just love facebook and i have so much fun on it i'm glad that's cute i will say speeches at weddings i think they should be the next thing to go after the carter talk I think they just, I don't know. It's a hard thing to nail, I think. Because there are so many things. I feel like I discovered this when planning the podcast and writing episodes. There are so many things that are interesting to us, but they're not interesting to other people. Yeah, and like that message has not gotten through to people yeah so like all the childhood memories and like i'm talking like normal childhood memories like people being like we used to play baseball in the street (laughs) and then we would sleep over each other's houses and then we would wake up and do it all again like none of that is unique or interesting like it would be funny if something crazy happened 
or if they're like I love Rebecca and my favorite story was when she jumped out of the window and broke her arm and her mom blamed me like that's funny because it's unique like it doesn't happen to everyone but just like having perfect childhood memories like that's all you need to say you don't need to list them Mm mm-hmm Unless there's something funny, but I feel like people don't get that. Yeah, I I start to zone out the second someone gets up there and they're just like, I've known the groom since blah, blah. blah." I'm like, all right, I'm I'm mentally not here anymore. I've seen wedding videographers make compilations of people starting their speeches with, for those who don't know me, and that's actually so stereotypical, but so true. Yeah. And it's like, why don't you just say, I'm Kelly. I'm the bride's sister. It's like, you don't even need to say for those who don't know me. Yeah. Which is, I, and that's what people have said on TikTok. And I'm like, wait, that is kind of true. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't really need to say, like, that line. Right. But why do so many people say it? I don't know. I don't know. I think people are trying their best. But we can keep them short. Keep them one minute. Maybe and two. And I will talk crap on them. <laughs> true. I think my maid of honor speech at the wedding I was in this year was uh, two minutes. Oh, that's good. And 20 seconds. That's good. If not shorter. I like that. Yeah. But some... Man, they're all so long. I just... No one cares, okay? Sometimes I'll have weddings where someone will give like a really long speech and then the bride will come up to me and be like, they were supposed to talk for 30 seconds. So can we get all the other stuff moving? Like, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, oh, don't apologize to me. Like, I'm I'm ready for it. But it is funny that like the bride and groom don't even want that. Like they yeah. just want you to get up, get down and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. I liked this episode. It was a little all over the place. I'm so sorry for my outbursts i'm not on anything i swear i know it's so weird because we're sober and yeah (laughs) she needs to go to bed but not before watching the latest kardashian episode oh we're still gonna watch it yeah we can yay i'll see how far i get maybe if you had a business that you cared about that you were passionate about you know what it takes to run an effing business but you don't (laughs) i i don't remember the next line it's like I love the sound going viral now of Courtney being like, or maybe it was it Kim. Like I put so much effort into my outfits and I try to find really cool, unique pieces and like, oh my God, I have to find it. It's so funny. And then what is it a video of? People will like just be showing their outfits. Oh yeah. That's cute. On top. I love when they pretend to be each other and then Courtney's like, I have a whole team <laughs> of stylists that put me in biker shorts and sweatshirts. Yes. And then Kim's like, Courtney, you look like a clown. And Courtney's like, oh, I look like a clown. Well, you look like you just won the Tour de France and you're cycling around. <laughs> they are funny. They are so funny. You got to give them that. Hey, guys. Did you miss us? <laughs> Because we missed you. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening to our podcast. Hope you liked this more rapid fire story style. I think it's fun sometimes. Sorry for being silly. That's but now okay. you know me for who I am. Yeah. And that's okay. We love you. <laughs> we appreciate you. And we'll see you in the next Boop. one. Bye. She touched my toe again. Bye. <laughs>